sounds funny now because we stopped laughing. <laughs> Just like hearing myself. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> anyway. Alright, well. Cole and I like to digest some films with some ASMR on the side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I like to touch the thighs. <laughs> it, it reminds me of a rabbit's dead. Sorry, we'll get back to the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't. Oh. All right. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I don't even. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you know what that's from, um. I guess I'm sorry, because that's a pretty weird video. Oh, nettles? Are you talking about salad fingers or yeah, just salad. ASMR? I thought you were talking about just ASMR in general. Like, whoa, well, bro, yeah, we're, that's, that's weird too. But we're well, stepping on a lot of people's toes there. I don't know. I, I watch it every now and then. I can't stand it. It it's, scares it's me. Kinda it's kind of weird. It's, it's, I want, it's not cringy. It's just, it it's freaks certain, me out. Yeah, certain things are weird. Like people whispering in my ear, that's a little yeah. weird. Yeah, that... No, no way I could go to sleep to that. Welcome to the Welcome to the danger zone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So, what movie were we watching today? Well, since you asked... Um, I have to. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's part of the contract. Mm. We signed a contract? I'm being held against my will. That, that wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone that's genuinely concerned... <laughs> So today, the movie in question is uh, Ouija, Origin of Evil. I haven't seen the original Luigi. Could you tell me more <clears throat> about Ouija? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's obviously about a Ouija board. Hmm. But it's okay. It's a, it's a family of a mom, a daughter, and a son. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. It's all girls. It's all girls. I have to, I'm translating for the ASMR people. Right, yeah. Okay, so for, for real, sorry. But, uh, yeah. So it's a mom and two daughters. That's a mom and two daughters. And, uh, the mom makes a living being a, uh, like a fake medium. Hmm, okay. And this is the, it's called Ouija Origin of Evil, so it's a sequel to Ouija? It's a prequel to Ouija. So do I have need to, uh, do I have no, need to No, you don't see need to see the other one. It's kind of like it's on standalone thing. Mm, okay. But it's a lot better than the other ones. Right. To me, at least. Yeah. It's, okay, so so she, like, you know, does that. So the mom's a fake medium. She lives with two daughters. Mm-hmm. And what, they just start playing with a Ouija board or something and crap starts happening? Or? It's, uh, no, she doesn't use one at the time. She, you know, kind of, like, fakes it. Like, her daughters will, like, hide and, like, rattle some stuff, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. pretend, like, because this is back in, like, I think, like, the 60s when this is set. Mm-hmm. And then she gets a Ouija board to add to the... Elements. Yeah. Okay. 
and then it the, and that's when the yeah, movie bad takes stuff off. starts happening. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that sounds interesting. I've I mean I've seen movies with Ouija boards in them. Never really. I don't know if I've ever seen one like as a main focus. Okay. Um, Hereditary had a Ouija board, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just for that, yeah, for that scene where that uh, woman conjured up her grandson. Yeah. Yeah. You you seem like you would enjoy this movie. You seem like you have enjoyed it. Yeah. Why don't you pitch it to me? Okay, so if you are a fan of supernatural movies Mm -hmm. or, you know, haunting movies, this is right up your alley. Okay. Especially if you like, you know, demons and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, um, I think you would like it for the... The non-horror elements of it. Mm, okay. Like the story and stuff like that. Yeah. I think you wouldn't mind. Well, to tackle this pitch and to see, kind of get some more closure on this, uh, I have a few questions I'd like to ask you. Okay. As we usually do. Yep. Question number one. Mm-hmm. I will always ask this question. Will this movie spook me as much as Lights Out did? You know, I really don't know yet. You don't know? I think so. It's it did me. It did me. And I hardly ever get spooked. Get spooked. It's okay. it's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, question number two. Number two is the second question I always ask. How's the acting? Which you think you mentioned earlier, but I want a deep, deeper detail. Okay, the, deeper detail. the middle daughter specifically. Yeah. Wait, there's two daughters. Yeah, the one, the younger one and the older one. And then the mom. That's Who's the, the middle one then? Who is the middle one? Yeah. I don't know her name. But you said there's two daughters. Right. And then he said, there's a middle daughter. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I mean the older daughter. Yeah, sorry. I was like, where's this third daughter? <laughs> yeah, the older one. She came up from the pits of hell. <laughs> uh, she is Ouija. I, I swear I've seen her before, too. Don't you swear that about every movie? <laughs> a lot of actors, yeah. I do that a no, lot. That's fine. I hope this one, I hope we do, like... This has a connection to some other movie that I've seen, though. It probably does. It seems, it seems familiar, but like you know, the movie as a whole. But it's kind of original, I guess. It's yeah. So the acting. It's f- decent. Yeah, I so like it. W- okay, so we we've done this before. So acting rated on a scale of is it better than Last Shift? For the m- main. I would part. say it's on par with Last Shift. So would you say it's worse than Lights Out? The acting. Yeah. Mm. Is it professional? That's really. I would say yeah. It's, it's better than a B movie. Okay, because yeah. it's, it's sometimes it's hard to tell, but you can definitely tell a difference between professional acting yes, they're actually, and Fear Inc. They're, yeah, which I'm go. always going to bring up. It's just like a gap. yeah. It's better than that. Okay, question number three. Free. Free. <laughs> You've already answered it. Supernatural. Mm. Are there? A, is there a lot of good kills in this movie, or would that be spoiled? Um. It'll spoil. You can veto the it's, question. Uh, I wouldn't say. I would say probably no. Okay. There's not, you know, a real like focused on this one gory death scene type thing. Okay. Question number four. I don't ask this question because I asked it a couple times or uh, for lights out. Is there any symbolism in this movie? <laughs> I. I don't think so. I right. think it's just. Spook movie. A haunting type yeah. deal. Okay. You know. It seems like it from what uh, you've told me. You seem to really like this movie, though. I do. Um, 
So uh, okay, I will say though, some of the CGI is a little not too good, but that's like the only bad thing I have to say about it. So it's supernatural. My last question mm-hmm. is the monster scary? You said CGI that's is questionable. Probably, that's the CGI thing. That's a little. It's spook, and then it's kind of not. Okay, so it's kind of like lights out. The more you see it, the less scary it gets. Yeah, when you first see it, it's real spook, you know. Okay, well, that's all my questions. Okay, well, so, uh... I guess we're going to go watch Ouija Origins of Evil. We'll see you in a minute. Well, let's go, uh, how you say, digest this film. Oof. (laughs) Big oof. (laughs) It's the big la oof said about four or five times already i have no idea what to think is that a good or a bad thing uh that's a good question (laughs) i i really don't know like um i I don't know how to feel about this movie okay so uh why don't we just go over some of the notes you took during the movie well first i wrote down our questions that um figured it'd be good to write them down that i asked before the movie so we'd know what we looked over so, uh, first question, will it spook me? Yep. Is the acting good? Oh, yeah. Symbolism? Nope. Not that I don't know of. Is there any good kills? Eh, not really. No, no. Is no. the monster scary? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> also, if I mention a girl named Fammy, that is uh, the little sister. Doris, right? Doris. Yeah. Because I didn't know her name. <laughs> I called her Fammy at one point in the movie, or I thought it was her. Um, it was actually Lena, but she just became family in my notes. So, we start out in the beginning of the movie uh, with a medium reading. No, no, yeah, medium. Mm-hmm. Keep getting psychic readings mixed up. <laughs> Basically, as you said, the mom runs a fake business mm-hmm. of being a medium, thinking she's helping people. So I guess she's not really such a bad person, right? In her mind, that random woman thinks it's a scam her daughters are helping her her youngest daughter doesn't really understand blah 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 um (laughs) they blow out a candle blonde lady don't believe of course when I look down there's a spook that's when I think the uh the girls jumped out or something or jumped through the the curtain curtain. yeah Yeah. that blonde chick gave the evil eye to her this doesn't really have much to do it's just kind of setting up the movie um her youngest daughter's praying to her dad which because her their dad is dead which is i mean it's it's expected i guess um in a movie like this that there would be single mom or something yeah uh the oldest daughter lena i don't i still don't know the mom's name i can't i don't i didn't pay attention i don't remember her first name but so we'll just call her mom lena the girl sneaking out goes to a a 60 this is set in the 60s i think we need to establish yeah if you uh, didn't catch it from the first part or if we didn't mention it and so like she goes to this party with like four or five friends and it's like well compared to parties that we see in teenager movies these days it's like literally a hangout and they play a ouija board Mm -hmm. and 
no, oh, spook stuff happens, uh-oh, and then, like, nothing happens, and then you see these teenagers' friends who you never see again except for the boyfriend, Mikey. Right. Who, um, she gets caught at. <laughs> I'll put Mr. Star Trek over there and talk about her boyfriend because he's wearing that yellow sweater vest. <laughs> Look just like a Star Trek character. Yeah. Um, the spirit said it's cold when she's with her friends, which I think it was just the one friend who was, like, hosting right. the party. Yeah. And basically, because she played with a Ouija board, Lena did, it kind of springboards her mom buying one, because she's like, it'd be good for the, the readings. Act. Yeah, the act. Yeah. Uh, Mikey shows up the house, and uh, mom's being dominant. She, like, reads his palm, threatens his life. <laughs> yep, pretty she's much. Like, this is your lifeline, and I'll destroy it. Um, <laughs> then she gets that Ouija, and uh, little girl's getting picked on by two boys, because, you know, it's it's generic stuff mom not like that mom so she can like <laughs> so i wrote um then the principal slash priest father not father but i think she's goes to father. a catholic school yeah. it seems like um i mean i guess he have to be a man sticking up for girl priesty boy priesty priesty had a wifey gal mommy got the ouija boyd this mom know how to get it done using magnets for her for her legal and that's a typo I don't know what's going. What I was trying to say there. So basically, uh, the father sticks up for Fanny, Doris, and uh, he. The mom's like, "Oh, it's very nice," um, but she buys a Ouija board, takes it home, does some. She's pretty good, like coming up with stuff for her act. Like she puts yeah. some magnets on her, on her straps knees. onto her knees, straps like tiny or metal to the bottom of the Ouija board and uses her knees to move it around really good. But she's like faking some questions like, is there anyone there? And then oh, like yeah. Doris, Fammy, upstairs is like... She's like playing in her dollhouse. Yeah, she's and... and she's answering the questions. Which was pretty... This is when the spooks start happening, which is pretty good. She's like, who's there? And the girl says, Marcus. And like, Lena's in the same room. She's like, what? <laughs> and... uh what happens? Help me out. She asks him, who is, who's there? Or is anyone there? What's your name? Yeah, just simple stuff. Like, and like, can you hear me? And they're yeah. like, yeah, we can see you too or something. Yeah. So the little girl's basically channel, the channel from, from which Marcus, the main antagonist, speaks. Um, yeah. And then the mom, kind of wondering, like, she has this tiny ten- temptation to try to talk to her dead husband, does so. And doesn't get an answer. But then she leaves and the Ouija board moves on its own and says, no. But then the daughter, Fammy, comes downstairs and starts messing with it. And all I wrote was, oh, snap. <laughs> oh, but she's a channel for one spirit, but now she's talking to another. And she's using the, you're going to have to say the name of it. I think it's called the planchette. The planchette. She's using it to look to see the spirits. Yeah. And I mean, I had my ears closed this entire time. So if yeah. something happened, I don't know. But there's no spook. And then the covers are being pulled off of Lena. And then there's this weird thing where, like, so, uh, Fammy hasn't gotten wrecked yet, right? No, not yet. Okay, I didn't think so. Got wrecked. I I don't know how to, I'm trying to. No. Okay. But she's talking to Marcus, the spirit, and it's, like, taking control of her hand or something. It's using writing in cursive, which she obviously hasn't learned because she's a very young girl. And then, uh, turns out the mom is really hard up for money. And so she's trying to get money using the medium work. But also, she's looking for other jobs. She's trying to find ways to get money so they can keep their house. 
because she's a single mother in the 60s. That's hard to do that. Yeah. At this point, I was kind of like, just kind of bored with the movie. I mean, it, it wasn't, I want to say, last, last shift, I feel like, was a lot slower than this movie. This movie was continuing the plot better, I feel like. But And if you haven't listened to our podcast on last shift, hey, go check that out on Feast of Film. <laughs> uh, you know, or just scroll down to, like, the first podcast. It's called uh, Last Shift. But I was like, not much to guess here. Like, maybe who the spook is. <laughs> well, obviously, it's Marcus. But I didn't know if he was telling the truth or not. And then they find a hole in the wall. I missed that part. Like, where's this hole been? It's just... Did it just appear? No, it's behind the furnace in the basement. Oh. She, uh, yeah, just dug a hole out in the wall where the... She dug the hole out? Well, there was just a rock that she moved. Oh, see, like, I missed that whole sequence of her moving the rock. <laughs> like, zoned out for a minute, I think. They... <laughs> I wrote, thought that girl was a spook. I'm sorry? I'm sorry? Spook was a banker? <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that. Um, I just remember, apparently I remember her seeing the hole. I don't remember, like, why I wrote this. Thought that girl was a spook. This might have been one of the times when Lena popped up behind. There was a part where Lena comes behind. Oh, yeah. Where she runs in with the, uh, probably the teddy, or her uh, doll. No, that was the mom. That was the mom that ran in. That was the second time. Oh, yeah, okay. The Selena or, or, or Doris that runs in, and I thought it was a ghost, and it scared me to oh, death. Oh, is it when uh, the girl and the mom are sitting on the porch, and Lena's walking behind them? Yes. All, yeah, 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 because okay. she just found the money. <laughs> that really scared me. Um, so they find a bunch of money, like thousands of dollars or something, enough to keep them from being foreclosed in the hole. And now, this is the first time I noticed it. It probably happened before, but I didn't pay attention. There, there's like the little 60s film holes or what? I don't know what you call them. Like the holes in the yeah, film. Yeah, the kind of like the Sp- filter. Spots. Yeah, it was cool. I like that a little bit. I, I, was, I kept wondering if that was like signaling something was going to happen. Then my Duolingo went off and scared the heck out of me. <laughs> but this little girl is the one who keeps, she goes back to the Ouija board and starts talking to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's now she's brought in her mom and Lena to talk to her dad and I didn't write down this question Roger if this is you when I told you I was pregnant with Lena where were we he wrote shower and that was true apparently because the mom freaks out and then the girl tries to look to the glass skin I'm like please don't well see the thing is though about that that wasn't her husband yeah it was Marcus because she was dead spirits there that were watching them the whole time yeah which we'll get into here in a minute yep the girl looks through the glass skin there's a weird so there's a weird camera angle with Lena. It's not important. Um, but the mom wants to use the Ouija board still for money. Right. Uh, Lena's looking through the glass, and she sees a black figure, figure which mm-hmm. is... Uh, <laughs> then James Franco, Mikey, like literally looks like a, a, a young James Franco. Yeah, he does. Um, he's, he's making moves with uh, Lena. But during this time, the father comes and talks. Father, Hogan, priest, something like that, name. whatever. Yeah. He comes and talks to Lena because uh, Doris has been missing school to help her mom. Because apparently Doris is the only one who really can use the Ouija board. Yeah. And so they're doing like a reading with... <laughs> oh, here it comes. They're doing a reading and this woman's like, did I make him proud? And then Fammy and her deep voice is like, "Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> or something like that. Or like said the name. And then she starts holding her neck. And then she starts getting a pain in her neck. Mm-hmm. And she comes down late that night because she gets to pain again. Spooked me, by the way, when she's set up in bed. 
that scared me. And she goes like, instead of saying the actual, they have a, a chant for the Ouija. For right. the, how's it go? I can't remember. It's like friends and family, let's come near something, spirits are coming here, something like that. But she's like, friends and family, blah, 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 daddy, my neck hurts. <laughs> that part made, I thought was funny. But then the monster shows up, Marcus, I guess, and he's like this pitch black figure. Yeah. He looks like my cat. <laughs> without ears like when she's staring at me at night now i mean she you know she's a black cat so that's just it but right <laughs> but then it takes possession of fammy mm-hmm. and now lena's having this weird dream where her mouth is being taped shut boop new hole that's what i typed for the new film hole we saw oh okay you you said the girl's now the female omen <laughs> that's what she looked like she was just like standing staring and this i mean this is where it gets scary so i'll I'll, kind of chat a little bit about this um the girl as the ghost is the scariest part like she's the best part of the movie the little girl the little girl is the best fammy is the best part of the movie especially when she gets possessed fantastic actor from my point point of view from what i saw from what i could see without listening because i was holding my ears most of the time she was on screen but she was great but she they most of the time her eyes are rolled back in the back of her head. Now that's scary, but it also is super like reminiscent of the Evil Dead for me, the nineteen uh, eighties one, the second one, any of them. The first like Army anywhere from the first Evil Dead to Army of Darkness, even the new one probably does it too because they all look like that. And like it's kind of like cartoony a little bit. Oh yeah, but yeah. it's still kind of creepy. <laughs> but basically. The priest comes, to, he, he goes on a date with the mom to kind of talk to her about Doris and what's going on and Doris being Fammy. In case you forgot. Um, <laughs> and uh, the priest actually had a wife before he became a priest who died. And while they're out, Lena brings in Mikey, young James Franco. They mm. kiss, he leaves. <laughs> but before he leaves, he's like going downstairs. Oh, yeah. And dadgum, Fammy's down there like, you want to know what it feels like to be strangled to death? <laughs> and my boy's just like, what? <laughs> Stands there and listens uh, to her yeah. like talk about how it, it's icy and then it feels hot or something. Like, yeah, it's... like I'm sorry? But but in all honesty, I mean, th- this movie's getting pretty good. Oh, this is where the mom scared me. When, when Lena okay. has the doll that her dad gave her mm-hmm. and its lips are stitched shut or look like they're stitched shut. She's going to argue with the with uh, with Doris. She's like, "Why did you do this?" And then the mom comes in the back. <laughs> thought it was a daggum ghost. They're like those parts scared me more than anything, and they weren't even ghosts. But again, there's not much for me to like ponder about or or theorize about here. It's like it's kind of like a very straightforward horror movie. Yeah. Unlike Lights Out and unlike Last Shift, where there's a lot of mystery, there wasn't much mystery to this movie. Right. Um, there, I mean, I but I have wrote several notes here about how awesome uh, the little girl is as the actor. Uh, she finds the uh, some notes that she saw Doris writing, like staring away from the paper, writing, and yeah, and the stares that Doris gives just a- after she's possessed. Like they'll be talking. She's either always watching TV, or she's well, she's just always watching TV, <laughs> and she's like they'll be talking, and then they'll look over, and she'll just like have like. Half her head sticking up, peeking over at you, like, staring, yeah. listening to what you're saying. Um, I'm going to assume her watching TV all the time is just like a channel, you know, through to the spirit world or whatever. Possible. I mean, 
man, if we could have, I should have paid more attention to what she was watching. It was always just the, uh, like standby thing. It was never a show. Oh. It was always just like either static or just. Well, there. Okay, no, that's weird. <laughs> I thought she might be watching some like World War Two <laughs> program or something. Wait, she might have been at like one point. I know. I did see. The, I did see the standby thing there. Okay. So they translate the papers. They they bring in the father. He's wanting to do a reading, air quotes. A fake reading. And he he tricks the uh, he tricks Fammy, because he's talking about his wife, but he's actually thinking of his mom. And so what he what we discover is, is that the spirit doesn't isn't their dead loved ones, but it's actually reading their minds or something. Yeah, because uh, Lena said that when you're thinking of a question that you already know the answer to you're thinking of the answer as you're saying the question yeah so that the spirits already just know what to answer you so yeah it's weird that they can read minds in this universe but whatever um (laughs) but this brings us to the translation of the polish papers right what you told me was a story of a man named marcus named a devil's doctor he had a basement room where he kept all his patients after he left he escaped world war ii or something yeah he just like basically just practice surgery on him in his basement he would uh what they say he did he oh. cut their tongues out okay let's see he reveals that the pages are entries written by a polish immigrant named marcus who was taken captive oh, no, during no, no wait he wasn't the doctor oh, okay so why why is he haunting his house because he wanted a voice but what drew him did he live there what was no, that room he died in there because that was the doctor's house I'm confused. <laughs> okay, the house that they're living in was that doctor's house. Hey, if we're, we've got Patience. this wrong, just let us know. And uh, on our Twitter at Feast of Film, uh, just <laughs> at Feast of Film on Twitter, you can find us there. Tweet us. Let us know we got this wrong. But that's what we're going to go with is that this was his house because they have the basement thing. Apparently, it's set in 1967. We're using the wiki for this, by the way. It's uh, in wikipedia.org slash wiki slash Ouija. Underscore origin, underscore of, underscore evil. <laughs> All shout-outs to the wiki page. Donate there. We don't, but you could. Uh, okay. The mom's name is Alice. Alice, which I don't ever remember being said. Maybe by the priest. <laughs> Probably. But, yeah. Okay. Her name is D-O-R-I-S. I was thinking D-O-R-A-S. Lulu Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Click on that. What else was she in? I think she was in The Conjuring. She's 14? Oh, Annabelle Creation. That's what she's in. Okay. She's 14. Annabelle. She's 14 now? Yeah. Well, then she might have been nine in the movie. (laughs) No, she would have been, was it 2016? She's in Annabelle Creation. Yeah, I love that movie. That's where I know her from. She would have been 11. Okay. So, yeah, it's... Whatever. It's a house, but basically Marcus is a captive. Um, yeah, he got his, you know, tongue and... He got his tongue cut out and his voice, yeah, like, severed so he couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. And then he won a voice. And then while this is all happening, Mikey's decided to pop back in and uh, say hi to his little sweetheart. And instead, he's greeted by this little monster, <laughs> which decides to tell him about treasure in the walls if he'll come see it. And there's this weird... Pretty pretty cool moment in the movie where he's reaching in the hole in the wall to grab stuff out, 
and like it switches between them talking upstairs, Lena, the priest, and the mom, and then it switches back to uh, Doris and and Mikey, and like Doris could be normal talking to him, or she could be like her head was like glitching at one point, like yeah, like twitching from side to side, which was probably one of the scariest moments in the movie. Yeah, but then she kills him. Yeah, and he he gets well, hung. Yeah, he something. There's a reason he gets hanged. Oh, she starts speaking in his ear, which is something she does. And I think it happened to her, right? She got sp- spoke to. Like, they were speaking that weird, like, that monster thing did it to her. He did. So when she got yeah, taken uh, over, that yeah. monster, this black monster thing, like, had her, grabbed her, and was, like, whispering these weird nonsensical to, to us, like, gibberish yeah. things in her ear, basically possessing her. And she does it to Mikey, and then the next time we see Mikey... He's like falling from the, the ceiling, yeah. with, because he's dead. He's got hanged. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like every time that happens in this movie, after this, that person gets possessed at least for a short while. Well, she's still in the basement. Uh, the priest, the mom, and uh, Lena come down. They find Mikey. Lena's mad, upset. So they go down to the basement. She's in a. She's like through a vent. They have, the father crawls through a vent, finds the surgery room finds Doris and uh, mm-hmm. gets possessed, comes back. But it's like a short possession. Right. So he um, snaps out of it. He's about to kill the mom, snaps out of it. But then Daggum Doris is like on the ceiling and jumps down and grabs him and like throws him and kills him because yeah. he breaks his neck on the steps. Then the mom and the sister go back down and what happens? Oh, she speaks demonic stuff in Lena's ear at one point. Yeah. Because they go back or something. I don't, I don't quite remember. They go back because you got scared because she was like talking through the vent. She's freaking. Something. Did you see her? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, she was. But uh, spooky. I cannot remember how the mom got chained up. How did she get knocked out? She got knocked out because. Okay, can you. How did how did it get to Lena? Like, how did Lena get caught? Because I can she, answer how. She ran back upstairs. She right? ran back upstairs. Tried to get out. The mom was going up the stairs. Right, and then Mikey, for some reason, swings down and grabs That's her. That's right, her. yeah. Mikey's like weird, the evil yeah, dead that house. Was weird to me. Um, well, then the mom is talking to oh, yeah, 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 Doris, and she's like, take me. And then the yeah, take my voice. cold point is like, uh, you know, Doris is like, I'll take all of you. <laughs> and like, then knocks her out, chains her up. Okay, yeah. I thought the movie wasn't going to end right there. I thought that was the ending. I thought they just all died and that was it. Um, <laughs> that would have been... So the mom gets chained up, and then Lena's okay now. But she got, she she got spoken into, which means she's going to get possessed. I knew that was coming. Yeah. And uh, But she, she finds out, too. She like has a weird dream state where she sees her dad is actually the one who stitched the doll up in the earlier in the movie. Right, yeah. Which caused her to think, okay... What's going on here? And she realizes to stop the voices, she has to stitch them up, stitch up her sister's mouth. Yeah. In which case, she does that, and it like her sister's mouth. At certain points in the movie, your sister's mouth like gets like really big and long, like you see in a lot of yeah paranormal movies, and like her eyes go white and Sauron's eyes coming out of her mouth at one point. Like I don't know what that was, but she sews up her mouth. 
they think it's all done. The mom breaks her thumb, right, to get her arm hand out of the No, Lena, Lena gets her out, doesn't she? No, she, she, like, got her one hand out. I think she broke her thumb or something to do it. I can't remember. Well, either way, she, mom gets free. She's, like, hovering over Doris. Not hovering. She's, like, laying over Doris, like, mourning her. Yeah. Lena comes over. I thought Lena's possessed. I thought she was going to be, like, straight up, wide-eyed, dead girl. No, but she was possessed, and she did stab the mom and kill the mom. The mom sees the young daughter and the dad's ghost, which doesn't make sense because the young daughter, I don't think, is dead. Well, she could be, you know, her spirit Yeah. over there, like away from her body or something. But then it transitions over to Lena being talked to by a cop or a mental... Uh, yeah, that's probably just the... Uh, a doctor, a doctor. Um, because it's like you've killed your mom and I we guess your boyfriend your we can't find your sister yeah. where is she and she she's keeps gone. repeating the same stuff so she went crazy yeah of course which just seems like every movie we watch this year the person goes crazy at some point like there's someone who goes crazy <laughs> yeah literally every well, except for lights out <laughs> the mother wanted to make sure they were never alone didn't Lena say that she wanted to make sure we were never alone so now she's in the hospital she rips open the carpet on her mental and her her cell not her cell her room and she uses her blood to make a Ouija board gets a the glass from an eyeglass from an eyeglass from glasses puts her hand around it and then makes the like weird what is it called planchette planchette and possibly and makes the uh, the symbol basically and like I think she says the words too and moves it around and then her sister shows up and then the doctor's walking by sees the sisters on the bed like hold up fam what was that <laughs> goes back Lena's staring straight at him through the door and then it kind of turns and daggum Doris is walking on the walls toward him <laughs> freaking on the ceiling like running toward him and then the movie ends and uh Oh, and then there's a post credit scene that you hadn't seen that probably right. ties it back to the original movie, which we haven't seen yet. Yes. It's got... I was wondering why Lynn Shea was credited. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Which sparked, like, oh, is there actually a post credit scene? Yeah. And it's just a little short thing that shows uh, Lena growing old. We think it's Lena. It says it is on Wikipedia. Oh. Well, Wikipedia is the most trustworthy source, most trustworthy <laughs> source there is. Of course. But yeah, she grows old, and uh, some girl comes there to visit her. Some girl. That says she's her niece, which we assume is someone from the first Ouija. Because <laughs> this is, I think, a prequel. It's called Orange and Alien. Yeah. It's probably a prequel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's hop right on into our likes and dislikes. Why don't you go first so I can think of mine? No, I'm sure. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> okay. So, we'll start with my likes. My favorite thing. <laughs> so, just in case you're wondering, the reason we're doing this like ASMR is because we have a, a mic right now that's plugged into the uh, 
the, the micro we don't have a mic we have headphones plugged into the mic so we can hear what we're sounding like as we're recording which yeah. is how professionals do it exactly so and so it's just really <laughs> funny to like to hear the ASMR <laughs> yeah anyway back back to the podcast okay <laughs> on the lines this long okay <laughs> I'm sorry 311 oh wait I was like, what happened? Yeah, it just jumped straight from two to three. It skipped an hour. Was well, it really three o'clock? Mm-hmm. Technically. All right, on to our likes and dislikes. Is it really three? Are you sure it's not two? No, it's three, dude. There's no way. It, I watched it jump from <laughs> two to three. It just skipped an hour. Why didn't that one skip? Because it's not on the internet. Okay. I don't understand... The, the daytime, morning, whatever it's called. Daylight savings? There you go. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Back to the likes and dislikes. <laughs> okay, so I really liked the scares in this movie. Oh, yeah, they were good. It was pretty spooky. They were good. I really liked the acting. The acting specifically was Specifically from the uh, Lulu? daughters. Oh, okay, Lulu well, yeah, and... She's the best actor in this movie. Oh, yeah. It's not because her acting was the best necessarily, but because her role was so good and it played the part so well. She's really good at being a spooky little girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Because she, she was in uh, Annabelle Creation. She was the main girl in that, and I really liked that movie. <laughs> but uh, Is that your two, that just the, okay, any yeah. biggest things? Uh, that's my biggest things about it, yeah. All right, we'll just do my likes then, and we'll both do our dislikes next. Okay. I guess that sounds good. Yeah, same with me. I love the acting in this movie. Like, the little girl blew me away with how good of an actor she was. I mean, she might have been 11 when this, well, she probably like 9 or 10 when they filmed this movie, which is surprising to me. But the acting was super good. And the scares really got to me a few times. Mm-hmm. They were probably on par with Lights Out as far as like really making me nervous and preparing for scares. And they did some good fake outs at the beginning of the movie. So, but. I don't really think there's anything else like suit. story was eh, meh. Yeah, it was all right. Like it was uh, okay. Like I think the two biggest things I like about the movie are the acting and the scares. Yeah. And um, the 60s feel was a nice touch. Yeah, that was pretty nice. So, all right, dislikes? Okay, I do not like the CGI in this movie at all. Yeah. I don't like the way the demon looked. You know, that black thing, whatever it was. And uh, the uh, the whole eyes rolling in the back of the head, they did that a whole lot. Yeah. In the second half. Yeah. I'll admit, though, I, li- I like that. Like, it didn't... There wasn't a point where I was like, ugh, again. Well, okay, I was a little bit when it started to look like Evil Dead near the end. Okay, but yeah. for the majority of the movies... Movies. For the majority of the movie when it happened, it I really liked it. As far as giving me a spook. Anything else? Dislike-wise that really stood out? Not really. No. Um, no? For me, I really didn't like the monster again. I mean, our things are probably pretty much the same here. Just because I feel like we had the same kind of uh, grasp on the movie. Yeah. Did not like the monster. He looked like my cat. It was weird. <laughs> and... I, so I, I loved the um, from from just a, a funny perspective, 
I love the fact that she could like mimic the voices of the spirits. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't think we touched on. She wasn't actually using like she could speak through the the spirits' voices, like their voice. She they could say their name or say a name, a word. Yeah. And so it like Randy, something like that, like and do a deep voice. Then she could do like a really um like a, a old woman's vo- not old woman a, an adult woman's voice. But from just the perspective of a scary movie, that was the dumbest stuff. <laughs> like it was so dumb. It was like. It just kept reminding me of like the Allstate commercials, like Allstate. Are you in good hands? Right. Yeah, like so. A little. And uh, I'm sure you got tired of me making that joke about 30 different times in the movie. A little bit. So. <laughs> I don't know if I would put that as a dislike. I'll just put the uh, the whole. The monster thing. CGI was okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's just my biggest biggest dislike was like the monster. Yeah. Okay. Alright, now we'll just hop straight into our favorite standout moments. Ooh, standout moments. Okay, you want me to go first? Sure. Uh, my favorite scene in this movie, for sure, just to point this out, was definitely, I I think, gosh, I'm trying to make sure this is right. It's probably the scariest scene in the movie, but I think my favorite scene was the back and forth between the upstairs and downstairs basement with uh, Mikey and uh, I want to call her Lulu now because I know that's her real name, Doris. And Lena, the priest, and the mom upstairs, especially because I had my ears closed the entire time, like held my ears shut. When you see like Doris just like twitching back and forth with her crazy eyes, that freaked me out, but it was so good. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. And I think one of my other favorite moments was definitely when she's like, the first time she says that like voice, she says that guy's name and that deep voice to that random woman or whatever. It's like, right. yes, <laughs> like that was so uh, surprising. It just it killed me. It was so funny. <laughs> um, but I think those are my two favorite moments in this movie. What about you? Okay, my favorite scene. I want to say the same one as you, but I don't. It's all right. You know, I, I really liked that one. What about the uh, the post credit? That was neat. Yeah. I know you're a big fan of Lynch, so yeah. maybe that would like... I mean, you can take... I mean, I took yours. <laughs> like, it's fine. I guess we... You know, it'd be interesting to have a movie where we both just kind of agreed on everything. Um, I mean, yeah, that's probably... The... Like, you know, we usually have different... Well, we, we've been pretty similar on what we agree mm-hmm. and disagree on with these movies. We're going to have to find one where, like, we really disagree on it. I, yeah, I just have to go with that as my favorite scene, too, because it's just... I'll say this, because we are having some trouble with this. Not a lot of standout stuff in this movie. Right, it's like the most memorable. Besides the girl, besides Doris, everything else in this movie is like me. So I'm going to go ahead and change right. it. My st- my favorite, my standout moment in this movie is Doris, the little girl. One of the standout moments in my movie is just how good she is. At, okay. at acting in this movie between her her looks her stares between her dialogue between yeah. her just her her innocence that turns into sweet disgusting nasty evilness yeah okay another one i actually really liked was uh, when mikey was about to leave and she like described <laughs> how strangling someone to death <laughs> that was 
Oh, man. It's kind of scary and funny. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. Yeah. That was weird. All right. I think it's time to uh, ask for our check, don't you? I do believe so. Excuse me, waitress. Check, please. So what would you say is your big final takeaway from this movie? See, it's really hard for me because this movie, like I said, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, it was a right. decent, okay movie. Not much stood out with it to me besides the acting of the little girl. And all the actors were good. The The story was so normal. Like, you're, you, you know, put in, like... A horror movie generator, and this this one's typically gonna pop out as far as like supernatural ghost story goes. Like, right. you throw a Ouija board in there, you throw some dead Nazi doctor and like his patients, like right. like some old story. Final takeaway of this movie is just that this that Lulu Wilson, the little girl, is a is a great actress. Yeah, um, she is. And that I would love to watch more movies that she's in. Well, then I think we need to watch Annabelle Creation. I think we do at some point because I've not seen it. I have. Um, it is really good. So, because I want to see like if her acting holds up in these other movies, because it, it's it's we've seen a few movies this year that were just. Ugh. And so we've we've seen The Turning, which had a little girl in it, mm-hmm. um, a young actress. We'll say that. It sounds weird to say little girl. Um, right. We uh, The Lodge had a young actress and. The turning had a, her acting was pretty good, and the lodge. I really actually like the acting of the young actress there too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this one's on another level to me. Like this is like she was good. Maybe maybe I'm overstepping okay. a little bit. She wasn't perfect. Like, but I mean, there wasn't right. really any line where I was like, "Ugh, that was cringy." She like messed that one up, or oh man, she really didn't try with that one. So that's just my final takeaway: is that she's a she's a great actress, and I hope to see more movies with her in the future. Like okay. as she progresses and hopefully just gets better, that makes me sound like a weirdo. It, I, you know, it's purely <laughs> the best thing I can think of from this movie. The final takeaway is just like she is a good actor. Okay, yeah, like I can't really come up with a final takeaway, you know? Yeah, because it's it's this kind of movie is hard to just take something away from it because it's just, just for entertainment purposes. Yeah, it's just, like there was there was no big twist. Right. There was, I mean, to us. Now, the prequel post credit scene might have been connected to the first one, which we haven't seen yet. Yeah, we need to watch the first Ouija now. Yeah, because um, you thought you'd seen it, but you apparently... I haven't. You've seen a different one, which, again, that says something about these kinds of movies, that there's quite a few Ouija board movies out there, Yeah, there it is. seems like. Maybe we're wrong, but, I mean, it, it, it doesn't stand out very much. Right. But, sorry, go ahead. But I would say, just <laughs> don't uh, don't play with Ouija boards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this all started because uh, uh, you know, daughter went out to a party, played with a Ouija board, pick better friends, kids. And also, don't you know, fake medium. Yes, yeah, don't be a fake medium. Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, we have tasted our meal. Mm-hmm. We have pushed back the plate. The waitress is coming over. She's handed us our check. 
And we've paid our money, split it up an even amount. <laughs> I paid for the appetizer. Of course you did. Yeah. You always pay for the appetizer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you still have to figure out what to leave for a tip. So if this movie were your waitress, what would you leave it? <laughs> what would you leave this waitress? <laughs> a good a good ASMR like recording. Hey Ouija Origin, if you if you're listening to this, you are an okay waitress. <laughs> right. We're rating the meal, but we're also rating the waitress because that's who we leave the tip for. Yeah. It's a work it's a work in progress. Just like hearing yourself that close. Okay, we gotta hurry. We have eight minutes before it cuts off. Okay. So uh, yeah, I give it a uh, a solid six out of ten. Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that like high? <laughs> I, I I don't know. <laughs> like you know, like so. Where's our scale? It's one to ten. Right. You six know. is like. It's five. See, sort and set. Five would probably be something. <laughs> I think I've got possessed or something. I'm speaking like tongues. Like restaurant wise, it'd probably be something like. So five like is Olive Garden. Five's our medium, right? Yeah, it's okay. like it's a decent. It feels middle. weird to say that is because five just feels like a bad movie, but in our case, it's not. It's, it's actually average. So you'd rate it a six. Yeah. And the, anything else you want to say about it? Okay, I would rate mainly. That low for the story. I don't really care much for that and the monster and all that, you know. But the acting and the scares would be like an eight. Okay. But the story and the monster is like a four. So it so meets in the middle. Eight plus four is twelve. Divide so divide that by two, it's a six. Which is what you rated well, it, right? I was just gonna say a six is in between a four and an eight, but okay. Wasn't that the same as what I just did? Why did you go up to 12 and then divide by 2? Because <laughs> 8 plus 4 is 12 divided by but 2. But why would you divide by 2? Because you got, gave me two numbers. What are you doing? I'm doing math. <laughs> I'm just going, like, meeting in the middle. <laughs> That's the exact same thing. <laughs> That's just, like, the long way around. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. My mind goes the long way around. Sometimes I like the scenic route. <laughs> you know, we've driven. We, we just got out of the restaurant. We're like... Oh, like, better get home, you know, got stuff to do. No, let's just take the scenic route. Look around a little bit. I've got to hurry because we've got five minutes. Well, the scenic route is doing math, apparently. <laughs> no. <laughs> the scenic route is, like, just yeah, I gotcha. figuring stuff out, man. Like, you know, yeah, you doing know. stuff the complex way. I can't <laughs> tell if I'm being loud or not. Yeah. All right. <laughs> But yeah, give it a 6 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) What what is this podcast tonight? (laughs) What is it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. Like, this this movie... I think, think, like, this movie's okay. It's an an average... If you want a good, entertaining, scary movie, this might be a good one to choose to just try it out. It's not for everybody. But if you're a fan of this genre, you will, you should you should like it. Yes, you should. If you're a fan of supernatural horror, ghost stories, and the story doesn't have to be too deep, I'd rate this. Scares are definitely like. Well, I'm not gonna give them an eight. I'm gonna try and rate this like. Figure it out by rating it. So the acting, I'll give like, an eight. So you're gonna break down each. I'm part. gonna break down a little okay. bit each part because they have a little bit of time. 
acting is an eight, so keep up with me here. Okay. Hold. The and we'll average it out. Yeah, okay. yeah. We'll meet it in the middle. <laughs> Can't do, let's see you do math with like six numbers. Okay. Wait, I mean you have to. I meant never mind. Um, I meant to like. Uh, All right, you're at a an eight. So for acting's an eight. Mm-hmm. The scares I give like a seven. Okay. Because they were very good. The story I'm giving a three. Right. Okay. Just to average this out. <laughs> the story is okay, but literally there's barely any substance. So four. We'll give it a four. Okay. So what's that? Eight plus seven. Eight, seven, fifteen, and four, nineteen. Divided by three, six. It's like six point something like that. one. So literally like the last ten. Four. Six point one three nine. Six point one three three three. No, six point one. Yeah, six point one three 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 three. I think. Anyway. So six and a third. Basically, I'm giving it a six. I figured I'd yeah, give, I've given it what you gave it, but yeah, the, I mean the acting's really good. The uh, it just did not grab me. The ending, though, I'd give like a, a four. Hmm. It was like uh, I'd give it like a five actually because it was okay. It wasn't a stupid twist or anything. I don't believe it was a typical scary ending. The post credits seem a little cooler. Maybe if we watch Ouija, I can change this a little bit, understanding what that might mean. But right. Yeah, so uh, we'll say a six. We're, I mean, we basically met in on everything on this. I, I, this okay. wasn't planned. Um, that might be the reason we met on the, so close on everything because we were just like listening to each other. Like, yeah, I guess I agree with that. But uh, yeah. that was I almost forgot the name. Ouija Origins of Evil. Origin of Evil. Yep. So yeah, that's that was Origin E.G. Goodness. <laughs> origin E.G. of Evil, and um, yep. We'll, we'll see you next time on Feasts of Film. All right. Go follow us on Twitter. Uh, give us a review and a rating, please. And uh, feast on, my fellow feasters. Feast on. Yep. Allstate. Just trying to like. <laughs> 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 you should not have said ASMR podcast. <laughs>